Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Welcome everybody to Warriors Wrap-Up. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. The Golden State Warriors beat the Brooklyn Nets this afternoon, 120 to 114. They were in control most of the ball game. It got a little tight late. Uh, the Nets cut it to 110, 108 inside two minutes, but KD hit a jumper, Curry hit a three, and the Warriors went up seven with a minute to go and were able to hold on. Guru, what is going on? The Warriors now six and one and look to finish off this road trip at three and zero when they play in Chicago tomorrow. Yeah, there was a stretch there in the third, Stani, where they were playing team defense, which was reminiscent to me of the Chicago Michael Scottie Pippen Bulls. And just watching them, I thought up nineteen, this is over. You know, the starters will be on the bench, but it didn't go that way. And I got to tip my cap to Brooklyn, who shot forty two three pointers. One thing I want to throw at you. I'm noticing other teams are shooting more threes than the Warriors. Well, and that's not like that in and of itself isn't unusual. If you look at attempts, last year the Warriors were 17th in attempts. So they're no longer taking way more threes than their opposition. What they do do is make more threes than their opposition, though, and they shoot a higher percentage. Uh, the, The thing that, to me, is interesting, because maybe the Warriors are... Uh, skinning the cat a different way. Uh, you look at the the Nets come in and they go 20 for 42 from three-point range, 48%. Damn. The Warriors 11 for 33, 33%. And you think, well, how do the Warriors win a game like tonight? Well, they win it by shooting 59% from two-point range. That's if you're starting amazing. to shoot 59, if you're shooting up around 60 from two-point range, you can survive a night where the opposition hits a bunch of threes, and that's exactly what happened tonight. You have Durant, 11 for 20, Clay 8 for 17, uh, Curry, 11 for 26, but the the reality is even Curry, 7 for 15 from three-point range tonight. And I'm also putting in to the equation, the Warriors probably thought this game was over, right? No. No, no way. Not against this team. The, who you, had a 28-point lead last year in this building, yeah. and they cut it to two the Nets did. I mean, if you... Take a look at teams around a league. I think the Nets are a team that plays as hard as anybody on a consistent basis. They never seem to give up, and they they run some athletes out at you. And if they get down, they just they play the same way essentially. And you're going to have to maintain at least an effort level against them. And if you don't, they'll probably claw their way back. And I didn't. I never thought this game was in jeopardy. But uh, nevertheless, it, it's a one-possession game inside two minutes, but the Warriors do their thing. Kevin Durant with a pull-up uh, after a Harris miss. Then Curry hits a three, and it's 115-108, and that's your ball game. Yes, Donnie, I told you on the couch, I got a new fave, and his name is McKinney. Uh, this guy is a player. He looks like he has a knack for the ball, uh, not afraid to take the shot. He had nine points tonight, but it wasn't just nine, four or five from the field in 17 minutes. I just like his presence. It's like he's not overwhelmed playing with the you know likes of KD, Steph, and Clay. It's like he knows what to do. 
Well, I mean, he's certainly got an opportunity without Patrick McCaw on the team right now. And the the one thing I, I always hesitate to do just a little bit is not jump the gun on guys a little bit too early. I thought we did that last year with uh, Jordan Bell. You remember he came on like gangbusters at the start of the season. Uh, I remember even talking to Anthony Slater of The Athletic, who we have on a lot. Uh, he was even saying how about December or January of last year, he was saying, you know, Jordan Bell might be the starting center for this team next year. Mm. And sure enough, well, not sure enough, but what, what ends up happening, at least now, is Jordan Bell's the third center in the Warriors rotation. So I want to see a little bit more McKinney. They haven't actually played the, the toughest schedule in the NBA, but look, there are minutes there to be carved out if he – if he plays consistently, and it looks like he's going to get a shot at least to play uh, day in and day out. Yeah, and Jarebko also, you know, I like what I saw from him. You know, these guys just seem like they know what their niche is, and, and they're great right now or doing a good job, Steiny, of fitting in. And I like that. They're athletic. They're long. And it bodes well for the Warriors. I just hate when you look at this game from afar. One twenty-one fourteen. It's clo- the scores, it makes it look closer than it actually was. 888-957-9570 is the number if you want to get in on the Warriors wrap-up show. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. And you can get in and talk some Golden State Warriors basketball right now. Also, stay tuned to hear what tonight's play of the game was. The play of the game. When you hear today's play of the game, make a note of it, and then you can call in to Guru and Steiny tomorrow at 10.30, where we'll be giving away $100 if you know what the play of the game was. So the Golden State Warriors win tonight 120-114. to And, I mean, just the, the, the numbers keep popping out at you. Steph Curry with 35, Durant with 34. Draymond Green tonight with eight points, 13 assists, and five steals. He only had one turnover tonight. It actually came late, and it could have ended up hurting the Warriors, but uh, the Nets couldn't take advantage. But um, our producer, Lucas Alexander, made the point, and I definitely want to credit him for this. He said, quote, Draymond Green is starting to look more like himself, end quote, and uh, Luke is kind enough to say I could use that on the air. And, oh, and we appreciate that. And that's that, what I Luke. just did. And, yeah. uh, Guru, have you noticed that? Yeah, and I told you the 18 points the other night in Madison Square Garden. I like when, when his offense is going, it seems like he's dribbling with more confidence, like he knows what he wants to do on the break. But let me throw this out at you. Tonight he was a minus eight plus minus. Those lie. You told me you're not a big proponent of that. Sometimes those can be misleading what did you make of Dre tonight in regard to where if I told you, yeah, he was minus eight, you seem like that felt right? I didn't even notice. You know, I don't see a big discrepancy, plus 11, minus eight. Uh, I didn't really think about plus minus. You're not a big fan of the stat. Not, not really. Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. But you look at... Uh, I mean, Clay was in the. I mean, every starter was a minus tonight except Curry. Uh, so, so you can make a case it was actually the bench that that won him tonight's ball game because everybody in the bench was a plus. But 
but the Batman and Robin tandem, KD 34, Steph 35, Stiney, right now there's not even another duo close to these two. Well, what, I guess what I'm how is how's Durant a minus two? That, that's what I'm asking you, 34 minutes. points. That's what I told you. Yeah. I said, the, the, you know, the bench, you got to give the bench some credit tonight. Uh, no, Looney, Evans, Jarebko, Iguodala, McKinney, Bell, Cook, everybody was in the plus, including McKinney and Looney, who were plus double digits. So, you know, the Warriors still. Steph, 26 shots tonight. Steph had, after uh, kid. Steph had 35 points tonight. He had 24 in the first half, 7 for 15 from three-point range. Uh, it was his seventh straight game with at least five made three-pointers. All right. You got to let it out, Stani. Okay. Here we go. It was Steph Curry's fifth straight game with at least six made three-pointers. Okay, that ties James Harden for an NBA record. Harden went five games, I guess, with at least six made three-pointers. And then it says uh, Steph's seventh straight game with at least five made three-pointers is a new NBA record. Okay? It's not a record. It's something that's noteworthy. For example, what is the record for consecutive games made by a player? uh, I'm sorry, for consecutive games had by a player with four three-pointers or more. Do we know that record off the top of my head? Certainly that's a record that should be able to be looked up quite easily, especially if it's a record. Those are readily available. Records are. Now, if it's a noteworthy stat, that might be a little more difficult to find. So we'll see if, that's a, a, lot of if that's a record. Also, uh, I'd like to know... Um, what's the record for most three-pointers over a 13-game stretch? What's the record for that? Okay, uh, hopefully you guys will have those momentarily. Since they're records, you just have to find them. In the records. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 KGMZ San Francisco, the radio home of the Golden State Warriors. So, if Steph Curry makes five threes next game, that will be eight games. And apparently people want us to call that a record. So I wonder what the record is for consecutive games with six threes or more. Might only be two or three, but nevertheless, it's still a record, right? Let's... Let's use our words a little better, everybody. Let's try to be more precise. It's getting a lot of run, that record. Not for me, it's not. <laughs> not for that me, record. it's night. Steph Curry's on fire, Stoney. That's 50% from three, and you're, you ain't shooting five. You ain't shooting six. You're shooting 15, and you make seven. What about the fact that uh, Steph has 24 of his 35 in the first half, and Durant, has 22 of his 34 in the second, and it was Durant who hits the big shot tonight. Not that Curry's Curry's three was the dagger, but Durant's pull-up jumper from 16 was the biggest shot of the night because it kept the game at a yeah. – pushed it to a two-point possession. Uh, the other thing that Lucas Alexander, our producer, uh, was bringing up was, well, looks like Kevin Durant's still the closer on this team. 
We can talk about Steph Curry and having a great year and early MVP talk and 30-plus a game and threes raining down. But That's a little strong who's the from pl- you, Steiny. I didn't say it. Oh, I'm oh, talking Luke, about yeah, what our producer yeah. said. The millennial. So uh, what, what are your thoughts about that? Luke? I thought Steph was wrapped up, thawing, you know, had his whole wardrobe. You know how he does it where you can't see him because the game was over. I thought Steph was mentally in the shower, and he had to come back out there. But KD is a bad boy. Missed a couple, too, KD did down the stretch, Donnie, because I felt like the offense just went cold because it was like, uh-oh, we got a game when we thought we had a blowout. You're up 19 the second half, Donnie. I, 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 I'm what, you want, the, what do you think? They're just going to quit at home? Oh, not quit, but I thought, you know, KD, what did I say? I like the lineup to where the big dogs were out, and they only had Steph out there. And that's when they had that lead, and then it started to dwindle when he went to the bench. Golden State Warriors winners 120 to 114 against the Brooklyn Nets. They go to Chicago for a game tomorrow night against the Chicago Bulls. For the Nets tonight, D'Angelo Russell with 25, Karis Levert with 23, Alan Crabb with 14, and Spencer Dinwiddie with 12. The Warriors 120. The Brooklyn Nets 114, and the Warriors raise their record to 6-1. and one. Clay Thompson tonight. Give it to me. Didn't quite get out of his three-point shooting slump, but he was still 8-for-17 from the floor. He was 1-for-5 from three-point range. And believe it or not, 1-for-5 is going to raise his three-point shooting percentage because he came into the game shooting 13%. And as you math majors know, if you go 1-for-5, that's 20%. Right, Lucas? And then so... That will drag the 13% up just a hair. He's probably shooting about 14 or 15%. He's right still, now. that still bothers him. He's too much of a competitor and a sharp shooter, Stoney. That's killing him. I'm not sure what bothers Clay Thompson. That's he sure that seems does. To, he sure doesn't seem to be bothered by much. That's, that's, uh, that's the, uh, that's his MO. Tonight, minutes wise, Guru Durant with 39. Draymond, 36. Curry, 36. Clay Thompson, 36. Seems to be a theme. So the Warriors starters are getting plenty of playing time early in the year. And it kind of goes against, Guru, what Steve Kerr had been talking about. Hoping to play maybe the young guys a little bit more. Yeah, I'll never forget. He told us in our face at the parade. And right now, I don't see it. Or we don't. But uh, also, too, just one thing about that plus-minus from the 408. The Warriors were a plus six, and that's the most important number. They won the game by six points. 888-957-9570 is the number if you want to talk some Golden State Warriors basketball. Coming up in a little bit, we'll go back to Brooklyn where we'll hear from Warriors coach Steve Kerr. I'm sure they are headed to Chicago in a quick manner, usually guru on a uh, the first of a back-to-back when both are on the road. The teams try to get out of Dodge in a hurry to get to Chicago as as quickly as possible. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was a short and sweet press conference from Steve Kerr after the game tonight in Brooklyn. Draymond Green, four for nine from the floor. You know, you look at uh, the way the Warriors played tonight. They had 28 assists, which you always like that 30 number. That seems to be their magic number, but... 
I'll tell you what, I'll take 28 assists if you're only going to turn the ball over Guru 12 times. Yeah, and that number, that that was a focus of emphasis coming into this season. We saw it get out of hand a couple of games this season, but here lately, Stoney, the last five to six get, last five games, uh, they've been pretty clean. I'm just wondering how Brooklyn, what's, what's their motto? Because in the fourth quarter when they were down 19, I'm like, why would you shoot that? Oh, it went in. Why would you shoot that? Oh, it went in. It's almost like their style is I don't give a damn, but it helped them cut the lead to six points. I mean, they like to play up and down. They damn. use a bunch of players. They got good athletes. They shoot a lot of threes. They just kind of keep keep the pressure on. And we've seen this the last few years against the against the Nets. They don't go away. And that's why when when Draymond Green, we heard him uh, after the game uh, in, in an interview before we came on, saying they knew this team doesn't go away. That's that's their mo. They just don't go away. They'll continue to play hard, and they make up for a lack of talent with effort and. The question for a team like the Nets is how do you get a star? How do you get a superstar player? Do they have one on their roster? Do they have to strike gold in the draft? Do they have enough financial and and stature uh, to lure a free agent to come to Brooklyn? I mean, those are things that remain to be seen, but they do have – uh, a lot of young players, and I'm sure what they're doing right now is trying to figure out which young players they're going to keep and which young players they're going to probably move on from down the line. Uh, speaking of Warriors young players, Jacob Evans uh, played a little bit tonight. Quinn Cook did not play tonight. And I'm, I'm thinking about this, Guru. If you take Damian Jones, Kevon Looney, Jacob Evans, Alfonso McKinney, Jordan Bell, Quinn Cook. Those are six relatively young players. Um, who, who do you like most out of that group, and who are you worried about the most? I'm worried about Bell because I feel like he doesn't have an identity. Everything he does is dependent on what somebody else is doing. Uh, you know, the ball does stop with a lot of these youngsters at the top of the key because they don't feel comfortable, to me, putting it on the floor. But right now, Stanley, I was going to give you Jarepko. I'm going to go McKinney. I'm going to go McKinney. McKinney is, he reminds me of a few different players to where they're not limited in putting it on the floor and that all important trait of creating your own shot. And he's doing that. And he's also can jump out to gym. We saw him get a good put back, put himself in position to do that. Damian Jones, second game, Stiney, he started uh, under 15 minutes. Big deal or I'm I'm, I'm I'm honing in. I'm looking at something that's not there. You're looking at something okay. that's not there. 888-957-9570. Unless you think Guru is looking at something that's there with Damian Jones and in the amount of minutes he played. 888-957-9570. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Steinmetz and Guru with you on a Warriors Wrap-Up evening brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Golden State Warriors 120, the Brooklyn Nets 114, and the Golden State Warriors up their record to 6-1. and one. They play the Chicago Bulls tomorrow night. We know offhand, is that a 5 or 5.30? 5. Five even. Five even, that means 
Guru and I will be here with Warriors Live at 3.30, followed by Tim Roy in the pregame show at 4.30. Tip-off is at 5 o'clock. All right, it's time for the play of the game. Remember, visit Putnam Cadillac Chevrolet Buick GMC in Burlingame, featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV, or visit PutnamGM.com. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Curry penetrates to the foul line. One hitter, no good. Got his own rebound. 14 on the clock. Out to KD. One dribble to Draymond. Back to Curry. Takes a dribble. Corner three. Yes! Curry gives Golden State a 13-point lead. He's got four threes. That is the play of the game. And remember, tune in tomorrow. At 10.30 for Guru and my show, 10.30. Tell us what that play of the game was, and we'll give you $100. Let me tell you something about that play. Give it to me. It's the kind of play that if Curry misses that three-point shot, everyone's saying, come on, Iguodala, shoot the layup. But Curry makes the corner shot, and Iguodala comes out, as we used to say back in the day, smelling like a rose. Yeah, Iguodala was ultra-aggressive tonight with his shots. Put up three. Put up three, Stani. How many minutes? 19, or almost 20. 20. Well, he was aggressive yeah. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know, he must have something where he, I bet he takes twice as many shots in the last 30 games of the season as he does in the first 70. Probably not that extreme, but you want to talk about a guy who knows how to ease into a season. It's definitely Andre Iguodala. Yeah. You know, also, Stani, I'm noticing... It's phenomenal with Batman and Robin. That's what I call them. Shaq and K. Uh, Shaq. Shaq and Kobe. KD and Steph. They were awesome from three. They were seven to fifteen, but the rest of the team. Uh, Steph was seven to fifteen, but the rest of the Warriors were four of eighteen. And a lot of that is not Clay because he didn't he didn't shoot nine or ten times. I just want to see this team all that one game where they're all hitting from. From Splash. Uh, Durant, two for six. Clay, one for five. Draymond, Ah, 0 for three. And Curry makes up for it all, going seven for 15. 35 points in 36 minutes for uh, the Warriors. So the Warriors finish up this short three-game road trip tomorrow when they play the Chicago Bulls uh, in Chicago. And they're... Next real test. I shouldn't say it like that because any game on the road is a tough one. But uh, the game I'm starting to look forward to, and it's no secret, is Wednesday's Halloween game against the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Pelicans have only lost one game this year, and there's some people that think the Pelicans may be the second-best team in the Western Conference. Uh, I'm not there yet, but uh, let's see what they got this year when they come into Oracle on Wednesday. AD sat out last night. Uh, Anthony Davis, I believe, with some elbow elbow type of issue. But hopefully he'll be ready to go so we can see the Pelicans at full strength. Yeah, the Pelicans, of course, took the Warriors to five games, which in the Warriors' world is a is a hard-fought, hard-fought series last year. They just couldn't hit threes. No, that they couldn't hit as many threes as uh, the Warriors, and the Houston Rockets certainly couldn't hit as many threes as the Warriors, particularly – uh, in Game 7 of last year's Western Conference Final where they missed 
27 in a row. Uh, the 408 says Curry and KD are the most unstoppable duo in modern NBA yep. history. Well, where do you start modern NBA history? Where does that start? Shaq and Penny. I think it starts before. So Bird and Bird's not in the yeah, modern that, era? Yeah, that's the old era. That's when they had the super, the Fab Fives, you know? Lakers and Celtics were loaded. So I feel like the duo started, to me, with Shaq and, uh, Shaq and Penny. Uh, so this is a m- more unstoppable duo than Shaq and Kobe? Shaq and Kobe was more formidable, but, but Shaq and Penny were earlier. And Shaq and Penny never won anything, so I would never put them in there. Because I think Penny Hardaway was a very... Uh, he was an he was an underachiever, yeah. Penny Hardaway. Got robbed I, of his career. Too. I'd put uh, I'd put. Where do you put Shaq and Kobe? You put Curry and KD above Shaq and Kobe? I bet a lot of people do. Well, the game's changed now, so the recency bias would be: give me them three balls, KD and Steph. They're up there, man. How about just How about just saying? Since he used the word, or he or she used okay. the word, unstoppable. That means offensive. All right, so there, he's talking about, he or she's talking about the best offensive tandem. What about the best one-two punch ever, offense and defense? Then then where do they fit, Curry and KD? Because if, if... They're in my top three. If I mean, look, if defense is taken into consideration, it's got to be Jordan and Pippen. I was just... Has to be. beautiful. It just has to be. Uh, Shaq and Kobe. I mean, Kobe was... That's a heck of a defender yeah, in his no day. No doubt. Nobody would probably argue with that. How about GP uh, Kemp? No. I mean, that that's where <laughs> I mean, you know, see, that's where you gotta at right. least give the Warriors their respect of they've won two titles with that twosome. Yeah. So And still in progress. As no far doubt. as far as uh as far as we know, uh things are still in progress. We're all kind of assuming that's the case. But you never know. You get a bang for your buck when you watch the Golden State Warriors play ball. No doubt about that. Absolutely no doubt about that. Uh, What did I have? I had some notes here from the beginning that I wanted to double check on. Oh, the one one key was Clay Thompson tonight. So he uh, came into the game three for 34 from three-point range. Man. Or no, four for 34. Okay, say. I don't know what it was, but... uh, you know what I'd forgot? I'd forgotten. Clay has had his stretches where he goes he goes yeah. a number of games without making shots. Just not out the gate, right? That's why we're not having fun with it, but it's getting a little more run. I can't remember what time of year uh his shooting slumps happen when they do happen. Uh but what he I think he made his last one tonight, right? No, he made his second to last one, I think. And then he tried to Tried to heat heat check it, yeah. Heat check it, and uh, it, it couldn't couldn't quite happen. So, anyway, the Warriors again one twenty to one fourteen. They're victorious over the Brooklyn Nets. Chicago Bulls tomorrow tip off at five o'clock. Five o'clock. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. We come back. We'll take some of your calls, and we'll hear from some of the Warriors and Nets back in Brooklyn. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Steinmetz and Guru with you on a Sunday night. The Golden State Warriors 120, the Brooklyn Nets 114. The Warriors led by as many as 19 points in the second half. Withstood a late 
Brooklyn Nets rally where they cut it to 100 to 108. Kevin Durant made a mid-range with 145 left to put up uh, to put the Warriors up four, and then Steph Curry with a dagger at 110 to make it 115-108, and the Warriors were able to bring it home from there. All right, let's go back to Brooklyn. We're going to hear from Carl Levert, and this is brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. What did I say? I said Carl. You know what? Let me tell you what. You know why ah. I said Carl? And I know it's Karis. You know why I said Carl? I shouldn't say this. I won't. I'll tell you in the break. And let's get back to Nations. Uh, brought to you by Nations Giant Hamburgers, the best since ni- 1952. Here's Karis Levert. Um, I just think the energy was a lot better in the second half. Uh, we came out, um, I think somewhere in the second quarter, and it was just kind of dead for us. Um, we didn't fight like we knew we could. Uh, and I think at halftime we made it a point to pick up our effort. I was conversation at the end of this one whether or not there would be any hangover from the New Orleans game. Did that play any factor in your mind in, in this slow start? I don't know. I don't think we had a slow start. I think it was somewhere in the middle of the first quarter, second quarter, something like that. Um, but I don't. I don't think so. I think just we may have got a little complacent. Um, we're focused on what we needed to do every single possession. And against that team, if you, you know, if you lose focus, uh, two or three possessions, it could be a double-digit game. We talked about you know teams needing closers to be successful in the NBA. How have you and D'Angelo evolved into being closers and even taking turn, turns in crunch time and making plays for the team? I think that, um, you know, with the games that we've been having, uh, all of them are kind of coming down to a couple possession games. So we're getting a lot of experience in those situations. So we're growing in them for sure. You've gotten to uh, play some ball with Kevin Durant over to summer. Now tonight you were guarding him on a decent amount of uh, possessions. What was that like for you? Uh, obviously, he's a very tough matchup. Um, you know, he, he has a lot of things offensively that he can do. Um, and he's a very crafty player. So, you know, obviously myself and the other guys on the team, young guys especially, uh, that's somebody who definitely we're chasing, you know, um, to, you know, be better than for sure. When you, when you get a defensive assignment like that, what's going through your mind just as a player? Are you as much up for the challenge or what goes through your mind at that point when a player like him? It's fun. Um, very competitive. I like guarding the best players on the other team, so it's fun for me for sure. I accept the challenge. What, what role have your teammates played that's allowed you to be even more assertive in the fourth quarter? I think when your team, you know, has a great deal of uh, confidence in you, I think that grows your confidence as well. Um, and they've shown a great deal of confidence in me. You know, just uh, when you're out there, you know, just giving me the ball in certain situations, you can kind of just feel it. Um, and I appreciate that. I'm going to keep growing in those areas. Karis Levert of the Brooklyn Nets. Guy can score. Yeah, not afraid to shoot it, Stiney. No. That's abso- after battle. Absolutely not. And that was brought to you by... Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Uh, interesting text here we got, and this was actually before the game, and I hadn't hadn't seen it. We were talking about, uh, is it possible Curry could win the MVP if Durant's healthy and plays all year? Or could Durant win it if, if Curry's healthy and plays all year? Uh, 925 says, Curry and or Durant, should it be con- considered who was better with who when they were on the court? And the idea, and what about the idea of who makes which player better? No doubt. I mean, you'd like to think all that is taken into consideration by uh, those who vote for the MVP. I mean, I think if you were, I mean, I think if you, I mean, what is it? Does, does Curry make Durant? 
better than Durant makes Curry? Well, I don't even think we have to answer that because we knew when OKC, when KD was in OKC, we knew he was a prolific scorer. We knew Curry was a prolific scorer before KD. So I don't even think the two clash. What I do know is there's enough shots between the two of them. And at the end of the day, Steiny, it's going to boil down to who does what with their shots. And if one of them is, you know, averaging 30 and, you know, you 24, that your 24 shouldn't take away from me. What if, if it's 30 and 27? Then we got a problem. Or well, that's, what we deem a problem. The voters may just be so blown away at just this poetry in motion. I mean, so if Curry averages 29 and Durant averages 28, does Curry automatically become the MVP because he averaged one more point a no, game? I would go co. That's what they say. I, well, I think it's going to be a co. Have we ever seen that? Well, the only way it could be a co is if both of it's them. a tie. Yeah. Like, in the in the voters' minds. Well, they're still gonna have to finish. You know, it's yeah. like you gotta vote. They're off to a great start. You have to vote right, but if if the the after all the guys vote in okay. the media, the number would actually have to be the same number oh, for okay. total right, points. Right. And they would have to be one and two. Which I mean that, and then that would mean that Durant and Curry each individually got more votes than any other player in the NBA. That's where I think, that's where I think the problem comes in. Gotcha. But I mean, we'll see. Right now, though, you, you got to admit both of them are off to a a, a toward pace. No doubt about yeah. it. No doubt about it. I would say right now, if you. I'd say Kawhi Leonard's in the conversation. Giannis is in the conversation. Um, I would put I'd put Jokic in the in the conversation at this point with uh, Anthony Davis, with Kiak Davis, Curry, Durant. All those guys uh, could lay claim to being uh, the best player early this season. Long way to go, obviously. Um, I oh I, for, I almost forgot. Congratulations are in order to Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue got fired uh, earlier today. Cleveland Owens. What's that about? Oh, I lose the only guy I ever had, basically. And now you want they did him a favor, or he asked for a buyout. I don't know he which one. Called, uh, he, I, I think he wanted to be relieved, and he's got some health issues too. So why not? You know, focus on that when you know you're going to lose sixty games. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> Losing 60 games wouldn't bother me. I'm not giving up any money. (laughs) I'm not giving up any money to walk away. So if if they came to Tyron Lue and said, we want to fire you, or why don't you step down, I'd be like, beat it. Fire me. Get paid me for the rest of the year. I'm not not going to take less money uh, just because we stink now and we knew we were going to stink. Doesn't look like Tristan Thompson's prediction of the Cavs going to the Eastern Conference Finals is going to. You He's knew that when true. he said it. You got to consider the source. You think KD and Steph can both average thirty in the same season? Uh, honestly, what, what are they at now? Steph's over for sure, right? What, what's KD at? He's probably knocking on the door. I don't think that's ever been done before. And the beautiful thing about how they get sure their money, Steiny, is they go to the free throw line, and they're both excellent free throw shooters. That's the call. That you know, it, it ain't just all field goals. I'm gonna get fouled. I'm gonna get fouled, and pretty much I'm gonna go hit eighty percent of them. Well, that's the reason that Durant Damn. was so attractive to him three years ago, is because if there was one, well, there, if there were a few Achilles heels from the Warriors the year after the 
Cleveland Cavaliers beat them in the finals. It's that right. the bottom line is they didn't get to the foul line enough because Curry, neither Curry nor Clay is great at getting to the line. And when Durant came, that was solved. And it, it, it also, whether you like it or not, Durant gives the Warriors a buffer because they can go to him when they need to go into isolation, and he can get them easier shots than Steph Curry can get them. And I was thinking about that the other day in terms of big buckets. And it's not that Steph Curry can't create his own shot. He can create his own shot. But he can't create it as easily as Kevin Durant. and Because he's not Kevin Kevin Durant can get a great shot at will. Steph Curry can get a shot at will, but it's not necessarily going to be uh, going to be a great one. I mean, if 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 you got to put the ball in one of those two guys' hands with the game on the line, well, what are you doing? Dude? You're in good shape. You are in good shape. Stoney's all depending on no. Who which one are you picking? It depends on how the game's going. If 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 it's just you know treacherous defense and that that little uh, space gap that the defender has on Steph Curry, if that's real tight and I see it's bothering him to a degree, you got to give it to the man that could just rise above and easy money sniper is his Instagram handle and is that for a reason because he can get you easy money when everybody else on the floor, it's difficult. It's a, it's a, it's a gift. There have been, there's been one other tandem that's averaged 30 or more. Uh, a, a pair of teammates to do it. Elgin Baylor and Jerry West. Damn, that's but, going back. But they only played 48 games together, so technically that doesn't count. Uh, was That that must have been the year where Baylor... Somebody got traded or hurt? I want to say Baylor got... Baylor retired? Did he retire? What year was this? No, not 60. Mid-season? 62. Yeah, somebody must have gotten hurt because it was the early 60s. I thought it was going to be later than that. Uh, near the time when Elgin Baylor would start thinking about retiring. But that was early, 61-62. Interesting. So the Golden State Warriors tonight, they beat the Brooklyn Nets 120-114. to They play the Chicago Bulls tomorrow in Chicago, then come home for a pair of games on Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday, they play the Pelicans. Friday, the Timberwolves come in. Interested to see that three race with circus. or without Jimmy. I mean, he's been playing so far, right? Yeah. yeah. I think what they're two and four, so they're that's not good. Uh, that's not good enough for them. That's for darn sure. And you look at the Warriors through seven. If you hadn't watched one minute of their basketball season, six and one is what you exactly. It, it, you know, this is what you expected. At what point, Stiney? I'm not throwing seventy or wherever they end. I mean, how many times on a nightly basis? Is this team not going to be favored to win the ball game? Um, Boston, okay, they played him twice at home. They're going to be favored. Not too many is all that I'm saying. And if they if they take care of their business, I feel like you're looking at 60, 65 wins easy. I know. It's I mean, remember jets. last year, 58 was the lowest they'd won in the previous and if, four And you'll admit it so. felt like 48, right? Here locally, people it, like, what's wrong with the Warriors? Well, they don't got that look in their eye. Well, that's one thing we talked about a lot last year, whether the Warriors could turn it on or not, and they were able to turn it on. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of hoping they have, in a way, I'm hoping they have a, a great regular season because if they have a, if they have another regular season where they're going to win 55, 58, 
we really won't have much to talk about because the only thing we'll talk about is whether they can turn it on or off, and we will already know that they can because they've done it last year. So we're going to have uh, we'll have some people saying, you know, Warriors need to get it together, and we're going to have the other half of the people saying, well, they don't need to get it together because they never got it together last year, and they were able to turn it on once the postseason came around. I heard uh, DeMarcus Cousins issue an apology for getting thrown out uh, in Madison Square Garden. And I want to ask you, because it happens to me all the time, Stani, do you watch this Warrior team and just kind of fast forward of what it's going to look like when he comes back? Not really. Not really. And do Um, you think that could shoot them in the foot in regard to, you know, they got their identity, then they got to incorporate him back? So you're saying it's a problem? Could it be? But, I I mean, it's not like you're going into the playoffs and he's coming back. You got time to, you know, figure out what it's really going to be. I mean, this is why they got him, really, because – he can give him a boost halfway through the yep. season, and, and we'll see if he's able to do that. I, I see no reason why he can't. And uh, Cousins can pass, so he's easy to be integrated. That's what I always say. All right, that is going to do it for Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search. Remember to listen, 1030 tomorrow for the play of the game, your chance to win 100.